It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Yes, we're the Wizards in winter, all right, and the Trans-Siberian Orchestra is getting ready to start the holiday season here on Raw Radio, episode number 117 for Monday, November the 13th, 2017, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID 138744-POUND, and welcome to the best Monday show that the internet can listen to. Yes, folks, I'm your host, Jack Frost himself, the Iceman, Jared DiGiorgio, with me is my little elf, if you will, let's just say the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, happy Monday to you and everyone out there. Same. And a lot's going down now as we were just rocking out to start the show. And speaking of rocking out, ladies and gentlemen, we have got some good news as we begin the show this afternoon. So if you want to like, crack open a beer or get a snack, Howard, this is the time to do it, How We're going to be here for the next two hours giving you the latest hot 
topics and news. So let's get into it right away. The big news, John, obviously, is what's coming up tonight on Monday Night Raw from Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, folks, for the first time in a year, ladies and gentlemen, WWE Diva Superstar Paige will be returning to the company, if you will, after being off an entire year due to a neck injury and personal issues. She was seen in Atlanta last night, we understand, and there is reports now saying that she will be at Monday Night Raw in Atlanta tonight, possibly in the big triple threat match with Bailey, Dana Brooke, and also Mickey James. She could actually be entered as the fatal fourth person into that match and could win this match, we understand, according to reports. John, we haven't seen Paige in a year, and this is a surprise to many. No one thought Paige was going to be returning after all the shenanigans she has pulled, but she is back, and now she is looking to make an impact, and she could make a big impact tonight and change the Survivor Series heading into this weekend tonight. Oh, I tell you what. I tell you what, a few months ago, we would have said, you know what, Paige is done. She's done. But guess what? Despite the sex tape, despite the breakup with Alberto Del Rio and her fights with him, guess what? She beat it all. Yep, and she's back. And she's looking to make an impact in a big-time way. And we're going to find out tonight how the crowd will respond to her. Of course, Monday Night Raw tonight in the ATL, the dirty south of the 404 Hotland at GA. They will be in Charlotte, North Carolina tomorrow, of course, for the big uh, SmackDown go-home show for Survivor Series, which we'll be talking about this afternoon. Uh, so we are going to be watching this very carefully. Speaking of which, of course, we saw what happened last week in the U.K. We will touch upon that here in just a little bit. Uh, speaking of crazy, John, no more crazy is it than in college football, however, once again, it seems like the top ten is like a log jam, one on top of the other. Everyone's stacking upon other around the holiday season. Last week, we saw Georgia number one, Bama number two, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, uh, Wisconsin, Clemson. This week, however, it's Alabama back at number one. Georgia took a big hit. Miami's moved up to number two, and right now, everyone is like huddled between three and ten. Right now, we don't know who's going to play for this title game in two months, but right now, every week, it seems like someone is going to upset somebody between now and the end of the year, and right now, at this point, we know a number one could be Miami, or excuse me, Alabama. It could be Miami, too. You never know. Alabama could stumble here in the next couple weeks, however, and give Miami their number one ranking here for the first time in a long time, but right now, from top the bomb. College football is definitely heating up as we head down the home stretch hour into the bowl season. Yes. And if you're a betting man right now, who would you uh, look out of the top ten to say? Because right now, the one team or two teams I'm looking at maybe to really spoil the party. I like Wisconsin. I mean, Paul Christ and the Badgers are undefeated. They're 9-0. and They've run through everybody just about. They still have some games to work on. Oklahoma, I still feel, is the best team out of all these teams. However, I think what I've seen of Baker Mayfield, it's his award to lose with the Heisman. We're going to have to wait and see if he can capture the Heisman in a few weeks. But right now, it seems like Oklahoma's in the driver's seat at the moment. Unless someone knocks them out, however, it could be Alabama winning the title back again this year. But we're going to have to wait and see. Who is your pick out of the top ten? right now, would you say that is a dangerous team to watch out for as we head down the stretch? Um, who is it again? Well, we got Oklahoma, we got Wisconsin, Clemson, Notre Dame, even though they kind of fallen out of the top five. Uh, Penn State could be back in the chat maybe if they can win a couple more weeks, however. Ohio State is starting to catch fire at the right time. Uh, you got, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, Clemson, you got TCU, you got uh, Georgia, who's still in the driver's seat right now, even though they kind of took a downward spiral this week, however. Uh, like I said, you got Miami, who's right now just coming up big. Auburn is making some noise right now. I mean, who would you bet your money on right now? Penn State. 
Well, we'll see. I mean, Penn State has to win some games, however, if they want to get back in the top ten or at least maybe make a statement. They can jump up above some schools, however, and get back in the conversation. But after losing two tough games, I don't know if they can make it back to the top five in time. But, again, anything can happen, folks. We're going to see in more ways than one. And definitely we'll be watching this, however, in the uh, coming weeks ahead. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 Call ID one three eight pounds This is episode number 117. We are expecting a big plethora of guests today, including hopefully Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, the King of Kings, Dora T. Smith, the Rattlesnake in El Patel, and hopefully the Heartbreak Kid, Bonzi, will be joining us shortly to talk about some of our great moments here. John, let's talk about some pro ball now. Of course, your Washington Redskins yesterday taking a tough one against Minnesota. My boys barely beating Indy. Right now, the NFL uh, season is heating up, of course. We've seen what's happened, of course. The Dallas Cowboys took a big hit yesterday in Atlanta as Ezekiel Elliott lost his appeal. But that's not the story here. The story here is what happened earlier today as GQ Magazine announced, and this is going to surprise you, John, that Colin Kaepernick has been named Sportsman or uh, Man of the Year. I don't get that at all considering what has been happening to Kaepernick within the last year. And unfortunately, they named him today the Athlete or the Man of the Year. This just this dumbfounds me to no end. I mean, what's your take on this whole ordeal? I agree. Yes, I mean, this is just a guy who in the last year has really ruffled some feathers, let's just say, and uh, really has made a lot of people not very much appreciate him or respect him. Some respect him and admire him. And joining us on the line I see right now is our good friend from the Pittsburgh area, ladies and gentlemen, is the heartbreak kid who had a crazy weekend, let's just say, and he'll talk about it, I'm sure, here this afternoon. It is none other than the Fonz himself, Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to episode number 117. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How you doing, guys? We're doing good. We were just talking about Colin Kaepernick being named GQ Man of the Year. I mentioned some college ball that was going on, how, of course, some of the NFL going on. Uh, if you want to weigh in with those thoughts, uh, please fire away. How about another day getting killed and bears on national televised? Yes, by the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, I was just I was just asking John who he likes in the top ten right now. I mean, he's got Penn State maybe coming back. I'll tell you right now, I like Miami or Oklahoma. I think Miami is for real. I mean, Mark Richt, I have loved him since Georgia. He has been a fabulous hire for the Canes. He has done magic for them down there in South Florida this year, which is incredible. Georgia, of course, took a little bit of a hit this week, but I'll tell you, the team I really am pulling for is Oklahoma. Even without Bob Stoops this year, Baker Mayfield is my Heisman right now. I'm putting him as a first ballot Heisman guy. He's got it locked away. Unless he proves me wrong in the next few weeks, I think it's his award to lose. I mean, besides Miami, right now, which team do you think could be the spoiler and really, uh, let's just say, tumble the dominoes? I mean, could it be Wisconsin? Could it be Clemson? Could it be TCU? Hell, could it be Auburn? I mean, what's your take? Wisconsin, I think it's for real. Yeah. Everybody's dominant on them. They're undefeated. Yes. They go by scheduling. Who gives a fuck about scheduling? They're undefeated. What yep. Penn State play? What Penn State play? Right. You're going to oh, talk yes. about Wisconsin with, right. with Penn State play. Akron, okay, Rutgers, okay, bro. They're getting yeah. bears by the toughest teams. Right, they right. They handle it. Right, and Wisconsin, I mean, a lot of people are saying they had a real a real easy schedule, too, but I, I don't, I mean, I kind of disagree on that. I mean, Paul Chris this year has done some magic up there in Madison. I give him credit, and I'll tell you right now, if he can win out, Howard, and win the Big Ten title, which I think he can right now, and I'm telling you right now, this is for all you Ohio State people out there. I know a lot of people are Ohio State fans out there, and I am not a big Urban Meyer fan. You know I've never liked the man, even when he was at Florida. I've never liked him since then. 
Even when he went to Ohio State, I didn't like the hire. I'm telling you right now, if you're going to be playing Wisconsin, that Big Ten title game, however, in about three weeks in Indianapolis, you better watch out because right now, like you said, Fonzie, the Badgers are for real. They are dangerous. They are quick. They are speedy. They are elusive. They could give anyone a tough game, whether it be Clemson, whether it be Alabama, whether it be Oklahoma. Hell, it could be even Georgia. You know, I'm telling you right now, Wisconsin could run the table and really upset the dominoes and Nick Saban's chances of going for a title this year. But you never know. We're going to watch this very carefully. Uh, as far as pro ball goes, we saw what happened yesterday. The Steelers went in a squeaker. Washington losing a tough one. Dallas, again, stumbling without Ezekiel Elliott. I think they're really going to start falling apart now. Uh, Tom Brady and New England continue to look good, as we saw what happened last night in Denver. Any surprises for you in pro ball yesterday that really jumped out at you? Uh, Los Angeles Rams. But Los Angeles Rams. Oh, yes, the Rams. Oh, yes, the Rams continue to show that they are for real. Yes, they beat Bill O'Brien in the Houston, Texas, and Los Angeles yesterday. Uh, I think the Saints beating the Bills, just hammering Buffalo. 49-10 to is showing that Sean Payne and company, Drew Brees, are definitely making some noise out of that NFC West, I feel. Uh, as far as the AFC goes, I mean, I've said Pittsburgh, I've said New England. The team I'm watching out for in the AFC that could surprise people again, I know people are going to say I'm nuts, it's Jacksonville. They beat the Chargers yesterday. I'll tell you what, however, they beat the Chargers in overtime yesterday. And I'll tell you what, right now, Blake Bortles and company may not be the strongest team to watch out for in this postseason. But if they can score points and they can get their defense going, they're going to surprise some people. And I'm telling you right now, you better watch out for the Jags right now because the Jagos are right now are not a bunch of Jagos. They are absolutely stinging everybody in their wake, whether it be Pittsburgh or whether it be teams like L.A., like I said. We're going to watch out and see what the Jags can do here in the postseason. But we'll talk more about there in the coming weeks. Hour. In the meantime, right now, let us tell you right now that coming up tonight hour at 11.30 p.m., as is the case every Monday night on uh, Facebook.com, you can check out John's video. He will be talking a lot this week, I'm sure, about what's going on in the world of uh, entertainment and news, including what happened this past week in China with the uh, ball situation, Lamar Ball's Boris Kid being busted for shoplifting again. But he'll also talk about the Monday night football game. He'll give you an early prediction of Survivor Series and Takeovers, we'll be doing here today as well, here on TalkShoe. And also some other news and notes. Be sure to check that out on Facebook.com at G-R-O-H-S at Facebook.com. Also tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a double wham for you beginning at 7 p.m. The King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith, will be joining me back in the time machine, 139926-pound. And then, of course, we'll be recapping tonight's Raw tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, 138055-pound. Be sure to join John with the birthdays and dates. Of course, Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you, as well as the top stories of the day. In the meantime, speaking of birthdays and dates, we're going to go over from the past weekend till today with the Human Suplex Machine. So let's turn it over to him right now as he gives us our birthdays and dates here. And when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, we'll start looking ahead at Survivor Series and NXT TakeOver. John, go right ahead. Alrighty. Give me a few minutes to get it in. Alright. And while John's checking that out, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder. Also, ladies and gentlemen, this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out SmackDown Recap, however, in the first of our three shows on Wednesday night, beginning at 9 p.m. with Revolution, 138055-pound. The wrestling debate with Gerard and Michelle and myself will be underway this Wednesday, as always, as the case, every Wednesday at 8 p.m., 139925 All right, here we are. So check that out as well. Okay, John, go right ahead. 1959, Bobby and Don, Fe- Don Fields, be, uh, John... John Smith and Tosh Togo to win the NWA 
Mid-Southern Tag Team Championship. Hmm. 1970, Mr. Wrestling beat Johnny Valentine to win the NWA Texas Heavyweight title. And John Valentine, of course, was involved in that very incident, very uh, serious incident that happened in 1975 with uh, David Crockett and Ric Flair. And I'm going to talk about Ric Flair after we get all the birthdays and dates because I'm going to ask you guys a question about Ric Flair. So uh, we'll definitely talk about that as well. But uh, this is a guy who trained his son, uh, the Hammer Greg, the Hammer Valentine, a.k.a. John Wisniewski, Jr. 1974, Jerry Lawler and Tojo Yamamoto beat Al Green and Phil Hickerson to win the NWA Mid-Sovereign Tag Team Championship. Of course, Jerry Lawler, trained by the late Jackie Fargo. Of course, Toto Yamamoto, a very unique opponent and adversary over the years in Mid-South of uh, Mid-South, or Memphis Wrestling, excuse me, not Mid-South, but Memphis Wrestling of Jerry the King Lawler. Yep, 1978, Randy Savage beat Dutch Mantel to win the NWA Mid-America Heavyweight Championship. Oh, yeah, dig it, the Macho Man taking out Zeb Coulter, I like it. 1985, Eddie Gilbert and the Nightmare beat Al Perez and Wendell Cooley to win the Mid-South Tag Team Championship. And Eddie Gilbert, we've talked about before, this is a guy who, of course, uh, married uh, um, Missy Hyde, of course. They had a lot of issues over the years, but, of course, uh, Eddie Gilbert, of course, a guy who we lost tragically way too soon and who was involved in a very serious accident two years before that, and many people didn't think he was going to wrestle again, let alone walk again. Yeah, 1988. 1988, Eric Embry beat Jeff Jarrett to win the WCWA Light Heavyweight Championship. That was actually one of the last times I think Embry held that title because Jeff Jarrett, I remember after being in Texas in uh, the Von Erich territory between that and his dad's territory uh, there in Memphis, uh, Jerry Jarrett I'm referring to, uh, he would go back to... uh, CWA, Connell Wrestling Association. 1991, Ted DiBiase beat Virgil to win the Million Dollar Championship. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. Apparently, if you're the Million Dollar Man, we all know Ted DiBiase, of course, uh, has had a very unique history over the years. Uh, of course, Virgil was his uh, valet at one time. Of course, also a born-again Christian, if you want, a very unique wrestler. Of course, held many titles in the Mid-South Territory with guys like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And, of course, uh, there was another guy with him. They referred to as the big, uh, he was known as the Big Cheese back then. But like I said, he had quite a bad, oh, Matt Bourne, Maniac Matt Bourne, who would later be on, known as Stoink the Cloud. They were a very unique uh, duo in the 80s in Mid-South. All right, 1999, NFA star, Arnold Schwarzenegger guest starred on this evening's WWE SmackDown. Apparently it was the end of days for the Terminator, saying I'll be back to deal with you all later. Mm-hmm. Um, 2005, this evening's SmackDown would be the last ever match for Eddie Guerrero. Yes, very heartbreaking, and we'll talk about him in just a few minutes because today is a very... Somewhat bittersweet day involving Eddie. Yeah. 2007, TNA Genesis was held at the Impact Zone in Orlando. Yes. And Booker T debuted in TNA. That's right. I remember that now. Yes, you're right. Yep. Speaking of TNA in 2012, um, James Storm won a number one contenders match, and since Styles was pinned, he was ineligible to compete for the TNA 
World Heavyweight title until Bound for Glory in 2013. That's right. And talking about uh, James Storm, he just asked for his release last week from TNA, believe it or not. And the question is, will he show back up in uh, NXT? Yeah. Happy birthday to former WWE and TNA talent Crystal Marshall. Yes, the wife of uh, Bobby Lashley. 34 years old. Van Hammer also turns 50. Yep. Christy Ritchie turns 35 years old. Mm hmm. Matsumoto, Matsumoto turns 57. Yes. McAfari turns 56. Mm hmm. Leo Rush turns 22. Yep. Eli Drake's 35. Yep. Uh,. And that's it. Actually, there's a couple others on Saturday. Uh, Van Hammer turning 50. And, I already said that. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, Billy Gunn turned 55 on Saturday, believe it or not. So oh. I know Michelle's favorite, uh, the one Billy Gunn turned 55 this past weekend on uh, Saturday. So happy late birthday to the one and only Mr. Ooh. Ass Man himself, Billy Gunn. Hopefully it is a very special happy day. Let's go to Sunday. All right. Ooh. 1954, Rito Romero and Pete Mendena defeated Roy Shire and the Great Scott to win the NWA Texas Tag Team Championship. Yes. 1965, Mad Dog Vachon beat the Crusher to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. Interesting. 1966, oops, 1966, Dick the Bruiser beat Mad Dog Vachon to win the AWA World Heavyweight title. Yes, I'll be right back. Continue. 1971, Luke Graham and Tarzan Tyler beat the Mongols to win the WWE International Tag Team Championship. 1973, Tank Morgan beat Dewey Robertson to win the Mid-South North American Heavyweight Championship. 1979, Billy Robinson beat Super Destroyer Mark II to win the AWA British Empire Heavyweight Championship. 1984, Jerry Lawler won the AWA Sovereign Heavyweight title for the 39th time beating King Kong Bundy. Two titles changed hands in 2001 on WWE Raw with the Hardy Boys winning over Booker T and Tess, and Edge beat Kurt Angle to win the WCW United States title. Okay, sorry about that. Now, you, you were, we, what were you saying now? Go ahead. What were you saying now? You, you were left off in 66. What were you saying now about 66 and on? Go on. I'm listening. Okay, Dick the Bruiser beat Mad Dog Vachon to win the AWA World Middle Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. 1971, Luke Graham and Tarzan Tyler won the WWE International Tag Team titles. I remember that, yes. 1973, Tank Morgan beat Davey Robertson to win the Mid-South North American Heavyweight title. Yes. 1979, Billy Robinson beat Super Destroyer Mark to win the AWA British Empire Heavyweight title. Yep. 1984, Jerry Lawler 
beat King Kong Bundy for the 39th time to win the AWA Sovereign Heavyweight Championship. Yes, I remember that, yes. 2001, the Hardy Boys won the WWE Tag Team titles for the fifth time, and Edge beat Kurt Angle to win the WCW United States Championship. Yes. 2006, Vampiro beat Six Pike to win the Wrestling Society X WXX Championship. Yes. 2008, Melody became the OVW Women's Champion. Yes. 2010, in a six-way match, Eddie Edwards won Survival of the Fittest. Nice. Yep. On that same day, Dolph Ziggler beat MVP to retain the WWE Intercontinental title. Also, David Otunga, believe it or not, beat Edge. Oh, jeez. Yep. Um, all right. On this evening's WWE Raw, yep. Ryback beat Brad Maddox in a match that would have earned Maddox a few million dollars had he won. That's right. And it was also on this night that Jerry Lawler made his return due to a heart attack. That's right. He had had a couple months before in Montreal. That is right. I do recall that, yes. Yep. 2015, Neville, Alberto Del Rio, and Calisto all win first-round matches in the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Yes. And how funny both of you two of those guys are gone now. Neville, as of a month ago, and... Alberto El Patron trying to get back into impact, however. Yes. Electra turns 46 years old. Yes, former ECW Valley. Yep. Lane Ayata turns 38. Yep. Matt Capulcoli turns 37. Yep. Matt Capitelli from Tough Enough, who had a brain uh, issue at one time, uh, who is uh, who I thought at one time had a great chance to become a big-name superstar, turned 38. Yes, yesterday, happy birthday to him, indeed. Disco Inferno's 49. Oh, God. Glenn Gilbert, Mr. Friday Afternoon. I think Fonzie you knows who's I'm mentioning. Mark Mann's uh, buddy, formerly, of UCW, the Disco Duck. Oh, and, God. Yep. <laughs> and today would have been the 36th birthday for Trent Asset. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And that was uh, from yesterday, the 12th, correct? Yes. All right, let's go into today's date. 1992 in a hospital elimination match, the Rock and Roll Express won the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team title. Of course, Hall of Famers who went into the Hall of Fame this year. 1993, ECW's first November to Remember was held at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. And who was our main event, do you know? Our main event was Sabu and Road Warrior Hawk taking on Terry Funk and King Kong Bundy. Wow, that's crazy. Yep. 1995 in Tokyo, Kensuke Sasaki beat Sting to win the WCW United States title. That's right, I remember hearing about that, yes. 2000, on Monday Nitro from London, England, Lance Storm beat General Erection to win the WCW United States Championship. If I could be serious for a moment here, Yes. 
<laughs> Mr. Serious. Time. 2005. I mean, he, he was a good wrestler. I mean, he was a good tag team wrestler, and he was a damn good singles wrestler. I mean, he never got the credit he deserved. I mean, he teamed up with Justin Credible, and the Impact Boys were a damn good team. I remember back in the day, and they had Dawn Marie, and they were a very unique team. I gotta say, they were very All unique. Right. And go ahead, Dawn. Okay. Sorry. All right. 2005. Eddie Guerrero passed away from heart failure at the age of 38. Yes. We just talked about him, of course, still one of the greatest, if not one of the best cruiserweights of all time. I mean, one of my favorites, and I will always love that man and have respect for that man, is Latino Heat indeed, Eddie G. Yeah. That same day, Genesis held a tribute to Eddie Guerrero, but this event marked the debut of Christian Cage. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. Um... 2006, Jeff Hardy beat Johnny Nitro to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship and rated RKO beat Ric Flair and Roddy Piper to win the World Tag Team Championship. Are you still there, J.D.? J.D. I don't think so, John. I'm here. Oh. No, J.D., I don't know what happened. J.D.? He'll be back. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. What did we miss now? Sorry. Go ahead. What you missed out was uh, was uh, 2006 when Jeff Hardy won the Intercontinental title and it rated RKO won the World Tag Team title. Okay. 2011 TNA Turning Point was held at the Impact Zone in Orlando in front of 1100 fans. Hmm. And, uh, guys, I do have some breaking news just coming in, however, a few minutes ago, uh, believe it or not. I just heard, apparently, Jack Swagger has now signed with Bellator MMA, believe it or not. Apparently, Jack Swagger has now signed with Bellator MMA, believe it or not. So, that is just coming in now as we speak. And also, we understand it was on this date Back in 1993, we lost the freight train, Rufus R. Jones, the soul man, if you will, who passed away at the age of 60, believe it or not. Yeah. So, All uh, right. But again, the big story, of course, we like we said, we were just going to try to find out this information on, uh, like I said, on, uh, what was I going to say, uh, Swagger. So I, I will definitely keep you up to date on that story. But uh, go ahead. Please continue, Don. All right. Happy birthday to Sarah Del Rey, 37 years old. Yes. Mike Sample, 53 years old. Ice Train, 50 years old. Uh, one of Jinder Mahal's Singh brothers turns 33, Sunil. Yes, Mr. Singh, 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 who uh, wasn't singing, sing, singing a whole hell of a lot last week after his boy, however, got thumped by AJ Styles in Manchester. In the Daisu Karada turns 31. Yes. Hiroshi Tanashi turns 41. 
Okay. Uh, and like I said, folks, also on this day, it was in 1993, we lost Mid-Atlantic Superstar, the Soul Man, however, like I said, who was, uh, I believe, at one time, the Mid-Atlantic Junior Heavyweight Champion. I think he was also a tag team wrestler and champion, too. I'm not real sure. Maybe, John, you can look it up real quick while I'm trying to get things done here. Uh, Rufus R. Jones passed away on this date in 1993. He was 60 years old, believe it or not. Like I said, I believe it was either a heart attack or diabetes. So, John, if you want to look that up real fast for us while we're getting this out of the way, I will get the plug out of the way and tell you what's coming up here. One seven two four 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 seven. name again? Rufus R. Jones. Rufus R. Jones. Like I said, he was he was a Mid Atlantic wrestler in the late mid to late seventies into the early eighties in uh, the North Carolina territory, Mid Atlantic territory. He also I think wrestled for Georgia Championship Wrestling for a brief time too. Like I said, however, but like I said, it was he passed away in the He died of a heart attack. It was a heart attack, that's what I thought, okay. And he wrestled After a while he was hunting deer. Oh, wow. Okay, and how long was he a wrestler for? He was about a wrestler for about six or seven years, right? He debuted in 1969 and retired in 87. Okay, so 18 years, folks. There you go. A very unique guy. Of course, he was on the very first Starcade. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, thank you very much, Sean. one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. 444 Caller ID, one 1774 Okay, uh, I will, I'll take care of some things here, John. Thank you very much. One three eight seven four four pound. This is episode one seventeen for Monday, November thirteenth, twenty seventeen. You got the Heartbreak Kid, you got the Iceman, of course, you got the Human Suplex Machine. John Gross on with us right now. Hopefully, in just a few minutes, we will be expecting the Rattlesnake and Nail Patel. Also, we will be hoping having King NWO Gerard T. Smith, which we are hopefully going to have on with us this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to check that out this afternoon. Also, we hope that Mr. WCW with us, Chad Hinshaw on the line with us, and also the Black Widow herself, Michelle Landarts, who, of course, this week, at some point this week, will be taking on the Iceman, if you will, in a trivia challenge of Jeopardy. Of course, it was supposed to be this past Friday, but because of circumstances due to beyond our control, because of what had happened, however, we will have that match rescheduled for later this week. However, we don't know what day yet, but we will keep you up to date with that story. In the meantime, when John comes back, folks, we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver Houston. That's coming up this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check it out this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. It is going to be very, very fascinating, to say the least. In the meantime, I want to talk to Fonzie about last week's Raw and get his thoughts about last week's uh, show. Uh, Fonzie, uh, anything stood out for you last week as far as Raw or SmackDown from the U.K.? I think SmackDown. <laughs> I think it was SmackDown was a better show than Raw. Certainly. Um, we'll see what happens tonight and tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, we'll see. Yes. Raw yeah. stunk. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would. I would definitely agree. I didn't think a, a Raw was that great of a show last week myself. Even I had mixed emotions about the show myself. Even. But now they're back here in the U.S., of course, this week. We heard about Paige returning tonight. We know that uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman are going to be there. We heard Roman Reigns is going to show up tonight. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens, obviously, coming up uh, this week, however, folks. But uh, we'll definitely talk more about that as well. Uh, as far as uh, Paige returning, I mean, what's your thoughts about Paige returning? Mm, I think they... I think Paige is the final girl in, in their team. I don't know, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. No question. No question. I agree. I would agree. 
Uh, like I said, I mean, Paige has been gone for a full year. I mean, do we expect a good response by the fans? Are the fans going to give her a tough time? I mean, what's your, uh, like I said, how what's your spinning, uh, I don't know. <laughs> spinning take on it, however? We're, we're definitely looking forward to hear what you have to say about this. Uh, some other news, of course, coming up late. Sorry about that. I'm just trying to get some stuff done here, uh, mind you, however. And like I said, we're uh, working on some stuff here, so bear with us here, folks. Uh, like I said, we got a lot to talk about, like I said. Uh, when John returns, of course, we will start talking about the Survivor Series, if you will, and uh, get his predictions as well for a takeover as well. I am just uh, finishing up some stuff here and some tying up some loose ends, if you will, so bear with me here, folks. Uh, we've had a little uh, glitch here, let's just say. We're working on some stuff and getting it fixed, but I think we're back up now and okay. Uh, let's see if John has returned to the line. John, are you back with us? Okay, John is still out, folks, so John will be with us here momentarily, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So, folks, uh, bear with us here. Uh, we're going to go over the card for you as well, however, uh, for each of the shows, however, so folks, uh, you definitely stay tuned for that, however, and like I said, we want to acknowledge our good friend, the Rattlesnake, is in the chat box, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Anel Patel, Anel, welcome to 117, you got Fonzie, myself, and John, uh, we're going to start talking here about TakeOver, if you will, here in just a few minutes, however, so if you want to start uh, giving all your thoughts, uh, that'll be fine, uh, that being said, however, we know that TakeOver this week, however, will be held at the... I'm Comcast. here. Okay, John's back. Thank you very much, son. Uh, we're just going to start... Uh, we just acknowledge that Anel is in the chat box, and we were talking about we had to type some loose ends, but you're back now, so that's good. We're ready to go now with the TakeOver War Games predictions. Uh, before we get into that, we were talking about tonight's Raw. Overall, John, uh, with Brock Lesnar coming up tonight, however, and with also the return of Paige... Uh, Anything stand out? And also Roman Reigns. And yes, Roman Reigns. I forgot about that. Thank you. Yep. Uh, anything stand out for you going into tonight? And what were your thoughts about last week's television as far as both Raw and SmackDown goes? In the I was show? just talking on the show, Grandma. All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, we want to say hello to Grandma Grows there. I hope she's uh, listening to our show today and enjoying our show here today. We appreciate it. <laughs> All uh, right. But go ahead, John. Anything stand out for you last week as far as what happened in the UK? Anything stood out for you? Um, not really much, but Sheamus and Cesaro went in the tag team titles. Certainly, certainly. Uh, Fonzie uh, did mention uh, the one thing you mentioned last week as well, and we're going to talk about it, obviously, and I did mention how, and, and now tells us that he thought Raw was awful. I kind of agree with it now. I think we're all going to agree there. Uh, the one thing I did like about SmackDown, I think all of us did like, was that uh, it is a new day. On the horizon, no pun intended, if you will. And we heard that the New Day could be taking on Sheamus and uh, or Seth and Dean maybe this week, however. But it was a new day when AJ Styles won the title off the Maharaja, if you will. Yes, folks, the madness of the Maharaja reign has come to an end, at least for the time being. And speaking of which, guys, I'm going to get your thoughts on this. And I know you can comment on this too before we start getting into the takeover thoughts, however. Uh, we heard over the weekend that Triple H, however, challenged Jinder Mahal to a match in India. Jinder has now accepted, and so these two will go at it in the India tour in a couple weeks. Uh, like I said, and, and now tells us SmackDown Live was great, and they did have a WWE Championship, and AJ won against Jinder and is the new champion. Certainly, yes, we're very happy about that. Now, if you want to weigh in with your thoughts about uh, the whole Triple H-Jinder Mahal thing, please do. Uh, John, I'll start with you. What were your thoughts when Triple H challenged Jinder and Jinder accepted the matchup for the matchup in India? <laughs> Wow. I mean, Triple H. Yes. He's going to beat Jinder, no doubt about it. 
I think so. I would I would definitely think so. I would agree. Unless Jinder finds a way to have his boys help him. I, I don't see Jinder coming out of this in one piece. Even though this is non-title now and this is just straight up one-on-one, uh, I think Triple H is going to have his number. I, I really do. And I think Triple H is definitely going to. Uh, he says, well, I think Triple H, the game, is going to tear him apart. I would definitely agree there. And hell, no doubt about it, I would definitely agree with you there. Uh, Fonzie, what's your take on uh, Triple H and Jinder in India? What does Ginger think he could yeah. take on everyone, even the owners? Apparently. Uh, apparently. I mean, first you had Brock Lesnar, and now you got uh, freaking, uh, like I said, Triple H going at it, uh, going out with him. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Kind of green all night. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely agree. Oh, I would definitely agree with you there. No doubt about it. And like I said, we're going to see here in a couple weeks, folks, what's going to happen. Yeah. And, of course, that'll be happening. Right around the first week of December, of course, that'll be uh, the first of, I believe, three, a three-day tour, if you will, however, that will be taking place, however, in, of course, uh, New Delhi, India. Of course, that is going to be very, very interesting, if you will, and we're going to weigh in with that, of course, in the coming weeks ahead. But, folks, uh, that being said, stay tuned. We're just getting started here. We're now going to talk about TakeOver, of course, with the prediction show, however, and we're going to weigh in with our thoughts on each match and of course, Danielle, if you and anyone else want to give us a call, feel free to do so. As I said, this Thursday night we'll be back with Top Heel Inc., ladies and gentlemen, Thursday night at 7 p.m. on 405-62-POUND. Be sure to check that out, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Wolfpack will be back on 138-521-POUND. As we will be talking more about uh, who knows what this week as we count down the days heading into the match. So, that means that, guys, let's get into the matches and give everyone's predictions, of course. And here are the matches up to the minute as of right now. Our first match, of course, will be a singles match for the WWE UK title. However, it will be Pistol Pete Dunne taking on Johnny Gargano, a.k.a. Johnny Wrestling. Uh, John, I'll start with you on this one. Who do you like between Pete Dunne, the champ, the UK champion, the bruiserweight, who hurt, uh, let's just say, Mr. Enzo Amari. And by the way, Enzo, how you doing after uh, Pete Dunne roughed you up last week there, buddy? Taking on Johnny Wrestling. Of course, Johnny Wrestling's got a big date with someone else uh, early in the evening, which we'll talk about in just a few minutes. But who do you like between Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano? Um, I'm going with Pete Dunne. You think Pete Dunne's going to retain? Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Who's your pick, Pete Dunne or Johnny Gargano? Johnny Gargano. So Johnny Gargano will pull off the upset and be the new UK champion, okay? Uh, now, if you want to weigh on that, that's fine. You can give us your thoughts, too. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with you, too, Fonz. I think Johnny Gargano's going to pull off an upset here. I like Johnny Gargano here. Johnny Wrestling in a mild upset here against Pete Dunne. That should be a great match, however, and that'll be very entertaining to watch, however. Up next, of course, Cassius Ono, however, taking on Laura Sullivan straight up. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like between Cassius Ono and Laura Sullivan? Who, me? No, Fonzie. No, me. Uh, the first one. You're going to go with Cassius Ono, okay? John, who do you like between Ono and yeah, Sullivan? Yeah, same. You're going to go with Ono, too? And you know what? I'm going to go with Ono as well. Make it three. So I think Laura Sullivan could be uh, going down here. Up next should be a unique match here. Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. We know what the Velveteen Dream has been like in NXT. John, who do you like between these two? Um, who now? Alistair Black and the Velveteen Dream. And uh, Anel tells us that he likes Pete Dunne. So uh, it's split right now between Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargano. So two for Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, and Pete Dunne. 
And uh, uh, now the next match we just did was Cassius Ono versus Lars Sullivan, so you're going to weigh on that. You can. And our next match we're debating right now is Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. So uh, those are your next two matches. Uh, that Alistair match. Black. You're going with Alistair Black. I'm going to go with him, too. I think uh, the Velveteen Dream is going to be uh, seeing dreams in his head that Alistair Black is going to give him the end, and he is going to go with Cassie's own as well. So a four-way uh, a four-way sweep, however, there. Okay, everyone's got Ono. And uh, Fonzie will go to you now. Uh, Alistair Black versus the Velveteen Dream. Make it three. Make it three for the uh, Alistair Black. And, uh, and now if you're going to wait on that, go right ahead. And he's going to go with Alistair Black, too. So, again, a fatal four-way. Okay, everyone's got Alistair Black across the board. Okay, up next, guys, for all you guys out there, it is Drew McIntyre, the chosen one, taking on Andrea Cianalmas with Selena Vega, a.k.a. Athena Trinidad, for the NXT World's title. John, who do you like in this one? Um, who? Drew McIntyre or Andrea Cianalmas? Uh, Drew. I'm going to take McIntyre as well. Fonzie, who do you like, Almas or uh, McIntyre? McIntyre. You're going to go with McIntyre and make it three, and I will see McIntyre hopefully here in a couple weeks as the champ when they come here to Pittsburgh. And by the way, tickets are still on sale for that big show, of course, on November 3rd down there at Stage AE. They will be in Altoona Friday, December 1st at the Jaffia Mosque in Altoona. And tickets are on sale for that show, too, in case you're wondering. But I believe tickets are still on sale uh, for the uh, NXT Pittsburgh show on Thursday, November 30th, two weeks on this Thursday. And uh, Anel is going with McIntyre as well. Okay, this is where we might disagree here, guys, in our next match. It is the fatal four-way for the women's title. It will be the Eclipse woman herself, Ember Moon, taking on Kari Zane, taking on Nikki Cross, taking on Payne Royce with Billy Kay. I'll start with Anel. Anel, you can type up your answer on this one. Who do you like in this one? Let's see what Anel has to say about the women's match here. This, this, this to me, might be one of the better matches of the card, I feel. This is going to be one of the better matches of the night with these four ladies. So we'll see who everyone's got across the board. Again, you do not hear Anel. It is Ember Moon taking on Kari Zane, taking on Nikki Cross, taking on Payne Royce with Billy Kay in her corner. So that is your fatal four-way for the women's title. So far, we've disagreed on a few, however. Let's see what everyone's got across the board here as far as the women's title matchup goes. And he's going to go with Kari Zane. Okay. Uh, John, I'll start with, I'll go with you next. Who do you like in the Fatal 4-Way Women's Title Match? Um, Cross. You're going to go with Nikki. Fonzie, who do you got? Nikki. You're going to go with Nikki, too? I'm torn between Sane, Cross, and Ember Moon, but you know what? I'm going to pull a shocker, guys. I've been thinking about this all week. I'm going to go with Ember Moon. I think Ember Moon's going to pull off an upset. I'm going to go against you all. I'm going to take Ember Moon, and the Eclipse will be set I think she's going to be your new champion. So Ember Moon is my pick, guys, in that one. All right, and now to the big main event, the War Games match. Yes, folks, the War Games will be set up, and here are your competitors. It will be the following. Ackerman Rezar, Precious Paul Ellerine, the authors of Pain, taking on Sanity, Alexander Wolf, and, uh, of course, Eric Young and Killian Dane, no Sawyer Fulton with them, taking on... Oh, I forgot. Roderick Strong's teaming up for the Authors of Hanging. My mistake. Taking on the Undisputed Era of the ROH duo, Ring of Honor trio of Adam Cole, baby, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like in the war games here? Mm-hmm. Um, the one you said. Which one? The Undisputed Era? 
Yeah. All right, so he's going to take the Ring of Honor trio. Uh, and they'll agrees with you there, Fonzie. John, who do you got? Yep, me too. You're going to take the RH duo? You know what? I'm going to go against you. I'm going to take Sanity, guys. I think Sanity retains here. I think Sanity still holds on to the belt a little longer. Again, I'm going to go against you guys. I'm going to take Sanity to pull off the upset here. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. And this match also just announced over the weekend. It will now be uh, Shawn Michaels competing against Johnny Gargano in an ab match. Unless they are throwing this match out altogether, however, it will be Johnny Wrestling Point double duty on this night against HBK. Uh, John, I'll start with you. Who do you got in this one if this match should go on? Uh, Sean. You're going to take Sean. Fonzie, who do you got? HBK. I'll make it three, and let's see who... uh, and Nell takes, again, this much might be thrown on at the last minute, and you know what, Nell's going to go with us, too. So, all right, guys, everyone's got some good matches here going into TakeOver. Now, before we get into Survivor Series predictions, does anyone have a bet with anyone that they want to make? And Nell, you can listen on this, too, and make a bet here on uh, the chat box, and we'll hear what you have to say unless you want to call in. If anyone wants to make a bet, now's the time to make a bet here for the War Games uh, NXT show. I'll start with uh, John, you first. Do you have any bets with anyone? Uh, no. Fonzie, uh, yeah. what about you? Nah. Uh, Nell, you want to make a bet with any of us two, or us three, including me, Howard, and you're good? You say no, and I'm going to make it four. I'll say no as well. Okay, guys, so there you go. We're uh, already into that moment, however, so very good uh, predictions by everyone, however. And now we're going to talk about Survivor Series. And Survivor Series will be the next night, ladies and gentlemen. And that being said, however, we will tell you about the matches now going into Survivor Series, however, mind you. And here are the matches heading into Survivor Series. It will be Alexa Bliss taking on... More than likely, Charlotte Flair, unless Natalia finds a way to cheat tomorrow night in Charlotte's hometown to take on Alexa for the women's title. Right now, I think it's going to be Alexa and Charlotte. I'm going to put this as the match for tomorrow night, for this Sunday night. John, I'll start with you this time. Who do you got between Queen Charlotte and Alexa? Uh, Charlotte. Bonzi? Charlotte. And I'll make it three in a row, however. Uh, Nell's going to go against us here on this one, guys. He's got Little Miss Bliss herself, so uh, he'll take Alexa on this one. And speaking of Charlotte, guys, I'm going to ask everyone real quick before we get into our next match. Did anyone watch the 30 for 30 documentary on Ric Flair at all yet? Uh, John, did you watch it? No. Uh, Fonzie, did you see it? Nope. I had a chance to watch it. And I'll ask Nell if he watched it as well. I'll tell you what, guys, If you since you both did not see it, uh, if you get a chance sometime during this week, if you both have On Demand or whatever, definitely check it out. Or if you get a chance to watch it sometime uh, on ESPN, uh, 30, like, go back and watch it somewhere. If you can find it somewhere online to watch it from beginning to end. It's unique. I mean, they talked with Road Warrior Animal, JR, Triple H, Stephanie, uh, Tony Schiavone, uh, Shawn Michaels, however, and Anel tells us about he has not seen it, however, but he heard about it. He'll definitely try to check out. Yeah, Anel, you'll definitely want to see it. It's very good. I mean, all of you guys will like it. It's a little, it's somewhat very sad at the end. I mean, really sad at the end. We talked about his son, and of course, they interview Charlotte in the documentary. Uh, Hulk Hogan's in the piece. Jim Cornette's in the piece. Uh, I'm trying to think who else got involved in that piece. Uh, the Undertaker, if you will. 
He definitely broke character a little bit in this uh, documentary, like I said. They did not include Vince McMahon, which was a surprise, along with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I thought they would include them, too, but they included Road Warrior Animal. Uh, they did talk to his first wife, however. Uh, Beth, of course, uh, or his first wife before Beth, I should say. They talked with David Flair. They talked with his other daughter, Megan. It, it was fascinating. And they said, I mean, he has uh, definitely paid the price over what he's done over the years, however. Like I said, uh, the last half hour to 40 minutes of it, is, it, it just breaks your heart, really, however. But for the most part, it's a very fascinating, unique documentary. And you definitely want to check it out, however. If you have uh, on-demand service, however, anywhere, however, if you can find it, uh, watch it online from beginning to end somewhere, definitely check it out. And uh, we'd like to hear back from you and your opinions on this, however. Not just you guys, but everyone in general, and uh, overall weigh in on it. Because, like I said, it was a very interesting uh, documentary, shall we say. <coughs> Excuse me. Up next, however, we got uh, Baron Corbin or Sin Cara taking on The Miz for the U.S. title. It looks like it might be Baron Corbin. We've heard what's happened, however, with the whole thing involving the Miz and Baron Corbin. Uh, John, I'll start with you this time. Who do you got between The Wiz and uh, Mr. Corbin? Uh, Corbin. Yeah, I'm going to take Corbin, too. I mean, I think Corbin's going to win that one. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Miz or Corbin? Miz. All right, and uh, Nell's going to agree with us, John. He will take Corbin, so uh, he will take the Miz here. Fonzie surprised us here on this one. Okay. Up next, of course, will be a Cruiserweight title matchup. This is the match I am really getting, really not excited to see, however, but I'm forced to see it anyway. It'll be Mr. How You Doing taking on Kalisto. I think Kalisto's going to get the belt back in my opinion. That's my prediction. Uh, and Nell, we'd like to hear from you on this one. Enzo versus Kalisto. Who do you like in this one? And while he's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, just a quick reminder that this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, Outside the Ropes will be back at 6.30 p.m. Of course, we'll talk about the latest music, politics, and movies, including some of the new movies coming out this past week, like Murder on the Orient Express, Daddy's Home 2, and of course, also the big one, Justice League, which should be a big blockbuster this weekend. He is going to go with me, and he's going to take Kalisto. Uh, John, who do you like between Enzo and Kalisto? Uh, Kalisto. And Fonzie, I don't think I have to ask you, you're taking between Enzo and Kalisto, right? Right. Alright, so he's going with Enzo here. Again, going against us in the grain on that one. No problem there. Alright, up next, however, is the Raw Tag Team Championship matchup, however, involving Cesaro and Sheamus versus Jimmy and Jay Uso. Although one of the Usos is questionable going in, maybe with a, uh ankle injury, however, but they're going to tough it out anyway. It will be champion and champion going against each other. Non-title matchup. John, who do you like in this one between Cesaro and Sheamus versus Jimmy and Jay? Um... Cesaro and Sheamus. I will agree there. Uh, and now it's going to go with Sheamus and Cesaro, too. And, Bonzi, who do you got in this one? Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, all right, so it's a clean sweep there. There you go. All right, up next, of course, Teller, it'll be Team Raw. Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Bauer, Joe, and Jason Jordan versus Team SmackDown. Shane O'Mac, Randy Orton, the glorious one, Shinsuke and Cena. This is going to be a two-parter, guys. Who wins the match? Who is the sole survivor of the team? And I'm going to ask uh, John to start on this one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Team SmackDown. And who is the sole survivor there? Bobby Roode. All right, very good. John, uh, Fonzie, who do you got? Team SmackDown. And the cool survivor will be RKO. All right, he's got, and Nell's got Team SmackDown, Shane O'Mac. 
I'm going to take Team Raw, guys. I'm going to go against you three again, however. I'm going to take Raw, and I think it will be Samoa Joe that is the survivor. Okay? So, very good predictions there. Up next, of course, uh, the women's match. It will be Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha, and either Mickey James, Bailey, Dana Brooke, or Paige. I'm guessing they're going to put Paige in this match, unless Bailey finds a way to sneak in, taking on Becky, Charlotte, Carmella, Naomi, and Tamina with Lana. Again, guys, same rules as the first one. How, who is the sole survivor, and who will win the match for their team? I will start with Fonzie this time. Nah, Team Raw and the cool survivor will be the box. All right, so he's going to take Raw and uh, Sasha. John, who do you got in this one? Uh, yeah, the ball. All right, and Naomi and SmackDown is a nails prediction. I'm going to take Raw, but I'm going to go with Asuka as my pick, guys. I think Asuka's the wild card in this one. I'm going to take Team Asuka and the Raw on that one. All right, guys, and now we come to the big main event. It will be for the Universal title, ladies and gentlemen, Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, who will be there tonight, taking on the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Here's a twist, guys. I'm going to ask you guys, how many suplexes do we see Brock throw AJ in? How long is the match, and who wins the match? So it's going to be a three-parter here rather than just a two-part this time. And I'm going to start off with Enel on this one. So, Enel, you already got the stakes. How, how many suplexes does Brock throw? Who wins? How long does the match time go for? And we'll see what he has to say about that here in just a second. We'll get his answer here in a minute. And like we said, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a lot coming up here in the next few weeks. Of course, next week, of course, we will be recapping Survivor Series and TakeOver. And he says that AJ Styles, eight suplexes, eight minutes is how long the match will go. So he's going to go with AJ here in this one. Okay, very interesting, very gutsy there by you, Nell. Thank you very much. Uh, John, we'll go to you next, however. What is your uh, take? Um, I say AJ. All right, how many suplexes? Uh, Brock will do at least 15. Wow, and how much time? Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes and 15. Mm. Okay, gutsy, gutsy. I'm going to say 10 minutes, 6, and Brock wins. Bondi, what about you? 30 suplexes. 30? Yes. All right. It's going to go at least 40 minutes. All right. And the king of suplex is going to win. All right. Wow. All right. So, so everyone's got some very interesting takes on this. Okay, guys. So, all right. Thank you all for your predictions. And, again, don't forget this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on uh, Revolution 138055-pound. Be sure to join Gerard, myself, Chad, John and the rest of the gang at 5 p.m. for a very special Survivor Series edition. Maybe some bets might be made, too, even on Sunday or later in the week. However, we'll be sure to keep you updated on that on Revolution tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be very interesting. Now I'm going to ask everyone, before we go on to our next topic, does anyone have a bet in this uh, Survivor Series? Does anyone want to make a bet on this uh, show at all? Uh, John, I'll start with you again. No. Fonzie, what about you? No. And now, what about you? And before we get an else prediction, I think I might have a bet with somebody. Oh, jeez, here we go. Yeah, I know. And he says no. Uh, my, I do have a bet with somebody in this. 
And I know who I'm going to target here. Let me see where my target is. I found it, however. And you know who it is, too. Mm-hmm. It's not Sean. It's definitely not an L. Fonzie, it's you, my man. Oh, and the I'm going against you in the Kalisto match. And here's, oh, the, little, and here's the stakes. I'm going to put this as a stakes against you, okay? If Enzo should get the... Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. If Enzo should win, however... Okay, here's the bet. If Enzo should win next week, however, instead of having the Heartbreak Kid name for one day and one day only, I will refer to you as... Uh, as Enzo refers to himself as Muscles Marinara, so I'll use... The Muscles Marinara nickname for you, and also referred to as Mr. How You Doing for the entire show. If Kalisto wins, you refer to me, however, if you get a chance, how I will do the intro, I'll say the guy's name, but I will also have the nickname Mr. Lucha 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 for the whole show. And I think we've just lost John, I think maybe because John's phone cut out. Maybe. Hopefully he'll be back online with us in a couple minutes. But, uh, John, hopefully you get us back to us very shortly. So, what do you say? Does it sound like a challenge? You're on. All right. So, there you go, folks. The bet has now been made between the Heartbreak Kid and the Iceman. Of course, the rules are simple again. If, and this is the matchup between Enzo and Kalisto next week, if Enzo should win, Fonzie, instead of being called the Heartbreak Kid next week, will be referred to as Muscles Marinara by yours truly, the Iceman, next week, all next, uh, next during the show next Monday, should Enzo win. But if Kalisto does find a way to retain the belt, however, I will be referred to as Mr. Mr. Lucha, 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 besides the Iceman, and Fonzie will have to refer to me as Mr. Lucha, 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 mm-hmm. the entire show next Monday. So, folks, uh, it is going to be very interesting. So, all right, there you have it, folks. And uh, like I said, we are expecting, hopefully, Sean back on the line with us in a few minutes. In the meantime, and now, if you want to give us your thoughts, along with you, Fonzie, your top five favorite moments of the Survivor Series. We did not hear from either one of you guys last week on this. So if you want to weigh in with your top five moments of the Survivor Series history, we'll be glad to do that. And when John comes back, hopefully before too long, we'll get to our five least favorite moments, however, of the Survivor Series. So, uh, Fonzie, if you want to give us your top five favorite moments of the Survivor Series. Okay, John is now back with us. John, welcome back. I was just uh, getting ready to hear from Anel and uh, Fonzie about their top five favorite moments of the Survivor Series. You and I did ours last week, so we're going to hear their five favorite moments. And when uh, Sorry. That's all right. When uh, we um, get done with their uh, predictions, however, and thoughts, however, we will go to our five least favorite moments of the Survivor Series. So, Fonzie, if you want to give us your top five favorite moments of the Survivor Series history, by all means, go right ahead. And, Anel, we'll be wanting to hear your predictions, too, so go right ahead as well. Uh, I'm trying to think. The Rock and Stone Cold and uh, the Buried Alive match. Yep, that's a good one, yep. Um... The Undertaker and Shayna Mack, remember? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was another buried alive match. Yep. Um. I don't know. I think that's the only two I know so far. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can help you out a little bit. Uh, what about, uh, like, say, maybe uh, Fred and Sean 92, or maybe uh, possibly the first ever, uh, like I said, matchup 
involving um, possibly maybe uh, the Elimination Chamber from 2002 or something like that. Uh, something like that. Stick out for no. You. Okay. Uh, what about the? Uh, let's see. What about when Sting showed up in WWE a few years ago? Yeah, I remember. Uh, you told me that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I don't, that's the only, the first two when I mentioned that's only I saw, but yeah. um, the other ones I didn't. So. Yes, certainly. Yeah. Certainly, no question about it. Very, uh, very unique. There. Our mascot's joining us today. Oh, excellent! All right, very good to hear. Welcome to the show, indeed. Uh, mascot, very much there. Uh, there, uh, John. Uh, we're going to see what Anel has to say. Anel, if you have anything to say about your top moments of the Survivor Series, Howard, please, uh, we'd like to hear from you on that. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned, of course, uh, that next week we're going to have a very interesting uh, pre-Thanksgiving edition of Raw Radio, of course, for episode number 118, so be sure to check that out. Uh, John, if you want to go out a plug, anything else you want to discuss with Fonzie Request, I'll be back in two minutes. All right, one, seven, two, four. One seven two four 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 seven four four four. I need one three eight seven four four. Press Brant Pound and one and join us for the next few minutes. Right, Lugasmoka? Yep. He's saying, "What are you waiting for?" Okay, I'm back now, guys. Uh, thank you very much for joining. And while, we're, like I said, while we're uh, waiting for Nell's answers, we're going to go into our next uh, segment here, ladies and gentlemen, give everyone a chance to uh, get their thoughts across the board, however, and hear what they have to say. John, we're going to turn to you again, however, as we've turned to you quite a bit today, however, and I know I'm taking turns between you and Fonzie. Let's get your thoughts now about your five least favorite Survivor Series moments, like moments or matches, and uh, weigh in with those. So, so go right ahead. The Montreal screw job. Yes. Number five. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldberg beating Brock last year. Yep, I would definitely agree. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Stone Cold getting hit by a car. Yep, that's great. That's great. Um, let's see what else. What else? If I'm missing out on anything here. Um. Bear with me. Bear take with your, me. Take your time. Take your time. And um, Anel tells us so far. However, here is his top moments. Uh, number five. Uh, one was Survivor Series 2005, uh, Team Raw vs. Team SmackDown, number two, Survivor Series 99, when The Undertaker makes his debut, or some of his favorite moments, so uh, some good ones there. And now, if you want to keep uh, listening, go right ahead. Uh, we didn't see, uh, we only seen, what was that, uh, three, right? Yeah. Two more to go, and then 
list your least favorite prime. Okay, so that, that that's uh, like I said, go ahead. Uh, you listed how many already so far? Sorry, I've already listed two. You listed two. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. You still have time to make your predictions. Go ahead. Um, three would be. Okay, three would be. Um, all right. Roman Reigns winning the title. Yep. Number four would be. Number four would be the Buried Alive match. Yep. And number five would be. Number five would be the. Um, gosh, it's hard to think. Okay, and L says the next one is WWE versus the Alliance. After a 45-minute affair, very good moment there. And Dell, thank you very much. And you still got two more to go, my man. Very and good. number five was the Immunity Battle Royal. Okay, okay, not bad, not bad. Okay, all right. Uh, here are my least fair five. Number five, I would say Survivor Series '98, Mankind versus The Rock. I did not like that one. Uh, number two, as much as I hate to say, this is the one John likes, however, somewhat. I would have to say uh, the matchup involving, however. Oh, uh, I just saw it a second ago. The Survivor Series 94, the uh, casket match, I just I was not a fan of that for some reason. I didn't like the paper in general. Number three would have to be uh, 2010, Randy Orton versus Wade Barrett, however. Number two would be Survivor Series 11, however. John Cena the Rock versus Miz and R-Truth. I thought that was terrible. And I would definitely agree with what you said earlier, too, John, as far as number one, the Montreal screw job me. Uh, which is one of the worst, uh, really, after what had happened the year before, however, at uh, WrestleMania uh, 12, if you will. I mean, the rematch between Sean and Brett just never lived up to the hype, however. It just really, I mean, it was okay, but it was not one of the better affairs of the uh, show. And L tells us his fourth one is Stone Cold versus Brett from 96. Yeah, that was pretty good, uh, Green L. That was in the garden when The Rock made his debut, uh, if you ask me. Uh, but like I said, I think the match that they had overall, however, between, uh, like I said, the year before, the following year between Sean and Brett, however, was not as good as their match at Mania 12. I thought the one in Montreal when Brett told uh, everyone he was leaving and he felt screwed over by Vince and Ed. We heard about that so many times over and over again, however. I was just tired of hearing about so that just really does not sit well with me. It's, I wouldn't say it was great, but it just wasn't exciting, however, and really just yeah, it is what it is, you know, that's what I thought. And I know we'll have, I'm sure, one more for us to list, so there you go. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you next, Tower. What were your top five least fair moments of the Survivor Series history? I told you. Oh, yeah, that's what you did. And, John, you uh, gave us how many in your predictions so far? Five. Oh, you gave your five, too. Okay. So I gave you my five, too. Okay, so now and now we're waiting for his last one. That was uh, good. And one that was not so good. And uh, Nail tells us his fifth one to choose is Survivor Series 91, The Undertaker versus Hulk Hogan in Detroit. Okay, very good. And now, now let's go back to you again and hear your least favorite five moments, if you ask me. Let's hear what you have to say, however, as far as the matchup goes. However, like I said, so we'll hear what he has to say here, ladies and gentlemen, about that, however. Uh, let's see, however. And while we're doing that, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, we're going to, like I said here, hopefully here, 
let's see, hold on. I'm working on something here, guys, so bear with me here. So, folks, uh, like I said, we'll definitely hear what he has to say here. Uh, number one, his least favorite moment was definitely, I think, I think he's definitely agreeing with us here, mind you, as far as that matchup involving our number one, Stone Cold, uh, HBK and Brett, Stone Cold gets run over, so that's his second one. Okay, so two good ones there so far now. Thank you very much. Let's see what he has to say also. As far as his final three goes, ladies and gentlemen, how, uh, and hear what he has to say about that. Um, bear with me, guys. My nose is running a little bit, so if uh, I have to step out from it, it might be because I have to blow my nose. So my nose is like, it's not like a fog or something. I don't know why. Maybe it's just a change of weather. I don't know. But uh, like I said, uh, right now it's running a little bit, so bear with me. Uh, let's see what he has to say. He's on the countdown here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, say, uh, there's three more to go. And, of course, uh, just a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully this Saturday night, uh, possibly, I'm, I'm not, I cannot confirm this yet, though, but we hopefully will have a very special edition, and I'm sure we will have a very special edition, of Attitude Radio 138982 this Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check it out at 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, bell time, as the King of Kings, and also, yes, the Iceman will be calling the action from the Toyota Compact Center in Houston, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, as they will give you their thoughts about uh, NXT TakeOver, of course, and predictions as well. So that will be a very special edition of TakeOver this coming Saturday night. Be sure to check that out. Uh, now says number three, his next fair mo- least fair moment is the matchup involving Sean versus Randy. Yeah, I would definitely agree there. And, of course, he has two more to choose, however. So we'll see what he has to say about that. Of course, definitely check that out, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, waiting for two more here. So while we're uh, waiting, we're killing some time here, guys. Let's see what else is going on. I mean, hopefully, uh, let's see here. Uh, if there's anything new from Sport Pro, we haven't heard much today. Of course, tonight, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, a big Monday night football game between the Miami Dolphins and Carolina Panthers will be commencing in Charlotte, North Carolina, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that'll be held, of course, mind you, in Charlotte, North Carolina, the home of Ric Flair, of course, where I'm sure he will probably be showing up there unless he's in Atlanta tonight, however, for uh, Monday Night Raw, but he will probably be at SmackDown tomorrow night in his hometown of Charlotte, however, to see his star also fight as the Carolina Panthers will be taking on the Miami Taking on the Miami Dolphins playing for Monday Night Football, so be sure to check that out tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on SmackDown Live. But tonight at the Bank of America Stadium, ladies and gentlemen, we will be keeping an eye on the Carolina game with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, number four, he agrees with me, however, tells me that his fourth favorite moment, however, was the uh, Rock versus Mankind match in 98. That's the one I predicted, too. But he said number five was a very interesting one. Fred versus Diesel, however, no DQ. I mean, I thought that match wasn't too bad. I, I kind of disagree with you on that now, but, uh, uh, again, everyone's entitled title to their own opinion. So, uh, again, very good list from everyone. Uh, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, 1-724-444-7044. Call ID one three eight seven four four pounds This is episode 117 of Raw Radio for Monday, November the 13th, 2017. You've got the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, and, of course, the Rattlesnake. <coughs> All with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, and of course, we will be doing our Monday Night Football predictions here in just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, as well as Raw ratings, of course. Uh, last week, Raw did a 1.96, if you will, of course. SmackDown went up this week as well. Uh, in the meantime, if anyone wants to throw out anything on the table, or if anyone wants to 
bring up something, whether it be a, a topic, like I said, as far as uh, football, wrestling, it doesn't matter. We're going to be here for the next uh, 45 minutes or so. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you. Do you have anything you want to throw out on the table right now? Not right now. Okay. John, what about you? Not right now. Okay. Well, how about this? Though? I mean, um, I know... I uh, got this list from Chad last week. However, I'm going to get everyone's predictions here. I mean, we both can talk about this, and we kind of did this on all of our shows. So we'll uh, dig this up here. In the meantime, I, I just got to find it first here. Bear with me, folks. I think I still have it. I'm pretty sure I do have it somewhere. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just saw it. Hold on, guys. I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, uh, uh, shoot. Where is it? Here. I just saw it. You're gonna like it, guys. Believe me. I'm. I'm gonna say it's very unique. However, um, shoot. Okay. I think I found it. However, uh, okay. Yeah, I found it. Here we go, guys. I found it. I do want to thank our friends at Items. And Chad always uses this website, like me. Uh, he uh, definitely goes to this one, ladies and gentlemen. However, in fact, however, it is going to be, however, our friends that. Uh, are signaled at iwnerd.com. So, folks, we're going to have a little fun here today. How I get everyone's uh, thoughts here and uh, play a little game with everyone here right now, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to see what everyone has to say. However, uh, this is the top longest individual title reigns in history, however. WWE title reigns in history. Now, everyone's going to get a chance, however, to guess, however, from the top ten down to the top one. Everyone can guess a uh, wrestler in the days, however, and I'll tell everyone if they're right or wrong, if they're close or not. Uh, we'll start off with uh, Fonzie at uh, number 10. Fonzie, who do you think number 10's reign has, and how many days was it? What? As far as the longest title reigns in WWE history, however, I mean, who has the uh, longest, at uh, number 10, this is the top 10 longest individual title reigns in history, however, who do you think is at number 10, and how many days was it? Uh, I don't know. Take a guess. I mean, just, just out of, and uh, everyone's going to I mean, like I said, I have the list in front of me, so everyone's going to get a chance here. Come on, Chief. Mm-hmm. All right, well, maybe we'll come back to you. John, who do you think is number 10 on the list in how many days? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, and now if you want to take a guess on how many days, we'll throw it out to you as well, however. And I'll see what he has to say, however. So, again, folks, this... Sorry. Our 10th, number 10 rating here, folks. Again, we're going to see how many, uh, like I said, however, how many, uh, how many... many, He says, rating or 269. Good guess to know. Very good guess indeed. But, uh, not quite. It was Diesel with 358 days. Believe it or not, that held the brain. At number 10. He won the title, of course, from Bob Backlund in 8 seconds in Madison Square Garden in 1994, and he was eventually defeated by Bret Hart the following year, however, Survivor Series. Alright, so there you go. Okay. Uh, number 9, guys. Who is number 9 on your list? Who do you guys have at number 9? John, I'll start with you this time. Um, CM Punk. CM Punk in how long? 413 days. Good guess. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? What's your guess? Uh, CM Punk, same thing. All right. 
And now we're looking forward to hearing what you have to say. However, of course, good guesses by both of you. Very, very good. However, let's see what he has to say at number uh, nine here. Now, this is the number nine guy now, however. Like I said, that was a very good guess at number ten, though, as Big Daddy Cool, of course, was. <laughs> number ten on our list. Let's see what he has to say at number nine and who his next guest is, however. So, uh, we'll see what he has to say here. He says, Stone Cold 416. Uh, all of you were pretty good on this guess. I got a hand to you. It was Hulk Hogan with 364, believe it or not. 364 was his reign. So there you go, folks. That was, uh, I believe, the first time he held the title, however, mind you, or the second title. So, uh, guys, again, very, very good guess, however. All right, up next, we'll go to number eight. I'll start off this time with Fonzie. Fonzie, who is your number eight guy in how many days? Who, me? No, Fonzie. Fonzie, still there. I think we've lost him. We might have lost him. We may have to step out. Okay. Uh, John, we'll go back to you. We'll go to you first. How before we go to Anil, and then hopefully come back to Fonzie. Uh, what's your next guess? Uh, Kane, one day. <laughs> okay. Not that guess. Okay. Uh, now let's see what he has to say at number eight. And while Anel's guessing on number eight, uh, it was, uh, like I said, a uh, very good guess. There, let's see what he has to say next at number eight. Uh, Fonzie, you with us again. Yeah, yeah. I just stepped out and went to the bathroom real quick. Okay, no problem. Uh, we were asking you for your number. Uh, John said Kane, and one day was his next guess at number eight. Yeah, Ooh. I said <coughs> that to one day. Yeah. One day, okay. Let's see what Anel has to say as far as his name. He says, John Cena, 236. Again, good guesses, guys. Uh, it was the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah, Randy Savage for 371 days, folks. 371 was his reign. Okay, up next is number seven, lucky number seven. And I'm going to start off lucky number seven this time with Anel. So, Anel, uh, what is your guess at lucky number seven? Let's see what he has to say. And then after, we're going to do another game, however, where we're going to play Guess the Longest Reigning Ever Intercontinental Champion in History. Who had the title the longest, however, between the reigns they held it and how many combined reigns they had it. So, folks, this is going to be very interesting. You might want to check this out, folks. So be sure to check it out. Let's see here. We're on lucky number seven right now here as far as the top seven reigns as far as long-term champions. Let's see what Anel does here at number seven. Uh, Anel, what is your guess at number seven? And while Anel's going to guess, however... Excuse me. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We want to we wish all... We also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that next week, of course, uh, as we said, however we got a pretty uh, very unique, fascinating show for you all. Uh, as we mentioned, he says, Booker T196. Okay, very good guess to know. Uh, okay, John, let's go to you. What's your guess at number seven? Um, number seven. Honky Tonk Man. All right, how many days? Mm, I don't know. All right, so you're going to say the Honky Tonk Man, and uh, John uh, said that. Fonzie, what about you? Booker T. How many? Uh, what did Nell said. 
Okay, same amount. Okay, 180, you said. And the answer is, or 196, excuse me, John Cena, 380, guys. 380 is John Cena's reign. Okay, up next, number six. Let's go to uh, Fonzie. Let's go to you next. What do you say for number six? Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, we'll uh, definitely uh, try. We'll come back to you then, I guess. Uh, John, what about you? What's your next uh, guess, however? I don't know. Okay. And uh, we'll wait for an L's answer here. And L number six, what do you got for us? Uh, let's see what he has to say here. He says, Goldust, 96 days. Good guess there, Nell, but nope. It is CM Punk, 434, guys. 434 is how many days he held the belt. Okay, now we get into the top five, and we're going to start off uh, this round with, uh, again, uh, who do we start off with the last round with? Me. Okay. John, we'll start with you in the top five this time. Who do you got at number five? Um, Edge for one day. Edge for one day. Okay. Uh, very, oh, very good guess. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Same thing. Edge one day. Edge in a day. Okay. Let's see what uh, Anel has to say. Anel, what is your guess at number five here, folks? Mankind 326. Good guess, Anel. But no, guys. It is surprise, surprise. Pedro Morales. 1,027 days when he defeated Ivan Koloff for the belt in February of 71. So, that is number five. Okay, number four, Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Who do you like in this one? Who, me? No, Fonzie. Um... Trying to think. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, it could be anything. Yeah, past or current. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For what? For what title? For the world title, the longest reign in history. Damn it. And while you're doing, let's see what Anel has to say. Anel, what do you got at number four, my man? And while Anel's making his decision, Fonzie is as well. Uh. See what they both have to say here as far as their reign. I think you're going to be surprised, guys, at number four. I have you got nothing? No. Okay, John, what about you? You got anything? Nope. All right, he says test 235. Guys, number four is going to surprise you. Bruno San Martino, 1237. 1237 is how long he held the belt for. Went in from Stan the Man Stasiak. He won in December of 73. So that is number four. Four. Okay, number three, we'll turn it over to Anel. Anel, what do you guess at number three, my man? Let's see what he says at number three here. And uh, we, are, of course, as you know, will be... Uh, we just, again, we do want to thank our friends at IWNerd.com for giving us uh, the answers to these uh, very tough questions. He says the Rocket 358. Good guess, Anel. Okay, John, who do you like at number three? 
John Cena, 400. Not a bad guess. Okay, Fonzie, what about you? The Rock. All right, how many days do you think? Same thing, you said. Okay, well, guys, you'll be surprised again. Hulk Hogan, his first title reign from January of 84 to uh, the main event one in February of 88. 1,470 days, believe it or not. 1,474 to be exact. So that is number uh, three. Okay, now, number two on the list. We are getting down to the final top two. John, I'll start with you here at number two. Who does number two hold the honor in how many days? Um, okay. Demolition. All right, and how many days? 970. 970 demolition. Good guess. Okay, that's not a bad guess. Very impressive there. Thank you very much, John. Fonzie, what about you? Um, he says also the same thing you said too, John. So there you go. You both were saying the same thing. I'd say the same thing too. Well, guys, again, so close, but it's Bobby Backlund. 2135 is how many days he held it for. From February of 78 until December of 83 is how long he held the title for. 2135 days. And now, guys, we come to number one, numero uno. And uh, we're going to start it out with uh, Fonzie this time, because I think Fonzie might know this one. Yeah, well, we're going to try with you this time. Who do you think is number one on the list? Who gets the honor? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle? 180. All right, not a bad guess. Thank you very much there, Fonzie. John, what about you? Um, two hundred twenty. And who is it? Do you think? Charlotte. Charlotte, two twenty. Not bad guess. Anel says Andre the Giant, five fifty nine. No guys. Surprise, surprise! It is Bruno again. Two thousand eight hundred and three days. Believe it or not. From May of 73 to February of 71, he held for 2,800 days, guys. So, all of you guys guessed real good on that. I got a hand to you. You guys held your own on that. That was very impressive, though, but uh, good guesses nevertheless. All right, guys, we do want to thank our friends at IWNerd.com, and now we're going to continue the fun, however, and make it even more fun now, because this time, guys, we're going to play Who Held the IC Title the Longest, okay? And this is how it's going to work, guys. Everyone's going to do the same thing, however, but this time, everyone's going to get a chance, however, mind you, however, to see who... Let's see here. I'm going to try to uh, get this going here. Give me a minute, however. Uh, We're going to see who held the reign the longest. Now, everyone's going to get a chance, however, to guess, however, the top five, however. Everyone's going to get a chance to go... Actually, through the top... We're going to go through the top 15, since we have some time here. We're going to let everyone go from the early years up until the current time, however, which uh, was this past, up until this past June. Right now, however, we're going to guess, see if everyone knows who the top five are and how many days they held the belt for, however. So, folks, get ready. This is going to be a very fun game. So, we're going to start it off with the first ever IC champion. How many days did he hold it for? John, I'll start with you. Two. Who was the first ever IC champion, and how many days did he hold the belt for? Pat Patterson. All right, and how many days? Nine. 
Okay. Fonzie, what about you? Pat Patterson, 90. Both say that. And now, same goes to you. Who do you like? Who was the first <laughs> like? Pat Patterson, 9. You're all right on Pat Patterson, but it was 233, believe it or not, is how many days he held the belt for. Okay. Up next, number two. Who was the second ever IC champion and for how many days? Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you this time. Uh, Take your time. I don't know. All right. Uh, and now, if you want to guess on the next champion, by all means, please do. He says Diesel 126. John, what about you? Uh, Diesel 358. No, surprisingly, guys, it was not Diesel. It was Ken Patera with 231, believe it or not. It was Kenny Patera, believe it or not. And Kenny Patera on the list, ladies and gentlemen, along with Pat Patterson, ranked, let me just look at the sheet here to be sure, are number 22 and 23, respectively, out of the 78 all-time listed as IC champion. Okay, number three. And now I'll start with you this time. Who do you got at number three? Who's your number three guy, guys? Think hard now. Who, me? No, uh, now it's going to guess number three. Then I'll throw it to uh, John. I'll throw you last this time. I'm going to go Fonzie, then you this time. So now it's going to go number three this time. Let's see what Anel does here at number three. John, we'll have to give his answer here along with uh, Fonzie in a minute. And he says, Hulk Hogan, 96, not a bad guess. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, who do you think is number three? Nick. What's that? 35. I didn't hear. What did you say? Miz, 35. Miz and 35, good guess. Okay, not a bad guess. Uh, John, who's your guess? Um, I'll agree with Fonzie. And the answer is, guys, Pedro Morales. His first Gosh. reign, 194. And he won it the same night John Lennon was shot, believe it or not, at the Garden, believe it or not, however. December 8, 1980. Oddly enough, pretty crazy. All right, guys, number four. Four on the list now, ladies and gentlemen, however. Who took the title for the fourth time, however? And I'll start it with this time, John. Um, Razor Ramon. All right, how many days? Oh, 100 days. 100 days even for the bad guy. Good guess there, John. Thank you very much. Fonzie, let's go to you. The Miz. All right. How many by the Miz? 35. 35. And it also says Razor Ramon 100. No, guys. It was Don Morocco, 156. The original rock, Don Morocco, won in June of 81. All right, guys. Now, here's where things get a little interesting. This man became a champion a second time. Now, here is the question. Who was it? And how many days was it? He was the first two-time champion. 
Who was he, John, and how many days? Um, Ultimate Warrior. How many days? 600. Uh, I guess, okay. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? All right. Uh, oh, no. All right. Let's see what Anel has to say. Anel, who was the first two-time champion here in how many days? He says, Pat Patterson, the second time, 46. That was a very good guess, Anel. Very good guess, but not quite. Pedro Morales was it again. November of 81, 425, guys. And in Pedro Morales' history, he held the belt, looking at his history, twice for a combined record of 619, believe it or not. So, there you go. All right, guys. Uh, moving on. This gentleman also became a two-time champion. Who was he, and how many days did he hold the belt for? And I'll start with Anel this time. Let's see who he comes up with next here. Of course, we're uh, cruising, cruising along here, guys. Very well. Good guesses by all of you today, i got to say. Very impressive here. Uh, of course, after we're done, we're going to give you our Monday Night Football predictions and everything. So stay tuned for that. All right. Now, again, the question is, who was the second person that became a two-time champion in how many days? Let's see what he says here. And uh, he says Hulk Hogan, 426. Okay. Good guess, Anel. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? No, no. Don, you want to take a guess? Um, yeah. All right. Um, Edge, one day. Edge, one day again. Okay. The answer is incorrect, guys. Don Morocco, 385, believe it or not. And Morocco, of course, is second, tied with uh, Morales for Reigns, however. Combined days, 541, believe it or not. He held it the second time, however, oddly enough, for 385. Okay, lucky number seven coming out of the gate. And we'll start it off with, who did I start with last round? Mm, was it an L or was it you, John? It was a nail. Okay, John is going to be put on to number eight. Fonzie, number seven. Who comes out at lucky number seven in how many days? Um, no clue. All right. Well, we'll come back to you if you have an answer. Fonzie, what's your guess? You just asked me. Oh, sorry. No, John, I meant to say. <laughs> Who's lucky number seven? Bret Hart, 200. Good guess. Very good guess. Okay, and now what is your guess now? Fonzie, you sure you don't want to take a guess on this one? Nah. All right, and now we'll go to you. Who is number seven on the list, Tyler? Do you think in how many days has he held the belt for? Let's see what he has to say here. I mean, you guys are coming up with some good ones today. i got to hand to you guys. He says, Bret Hart, 208. Not a bad guess either. Uh, guys, it was Tito Santana, 226, believe it or not. February of 84 at the Boston Garden. All right, number eight. Who held the belt this time, however? And we're going to turn it over uh, to Anel. Anel, who is number eight, and how many days did he win? Hold, hold the belt for here. 
Let's see what he says at number eight, however. what he has to say. Number eight on our list as we are going down the list here of the top 15 greatest IC champions of all time. Let's see what he has to say at number eight. And who does Anel come up with at number eight? We will find out here in just a moment. He's an HBK 234. Good guess, Anel. Uh, Fonzie, what about you? Who's number eight for you on your list? I have to agree with Anel. All right. And John, what about you? Yeah, same. Well, guys, it was Greg the Hammer Valentine, 285, when he beat Tito Santana in London, Ontario, not far from King NWO's neck of the woods there, up there in the Great White North, folks. So, uh, very good guesses, however, by everyone again, however. Uh, we go now to number nine, and again, ladies and gentlemen, here's where number nine comes into play, however. This gentleman, of course, became the next two-time champion. Who was he, and how many days did he hold the title for? John, I'll start with you this time at number nine. Who do you like at number nine? Mr. Perfect. Okay, not a bad guess. How many days? 213. 213 by Kurt Henning. Good guess. And now what about you? Let's see what you have to say on this one. Uh, while we're doing that, let's see what he has to say, however. And he says, Mr. Perfect 213 as well. Fonzie, what about you? Same. Well, guys, you were all in the ballpark pretty much. You were off by about four days. It was Tito Santana with 217. Not bad there, guys. That was a pretty good guess on all your parts there. All right, now, number 10. Things are going to get interesting here, guys. And we will start off number 10 with uh, the heartbreak kid himself, Fonzie. Fonzie, who do you got number 10? Miz. How many? 35. 35 again, okay. John, what about you? Same. All right, 35 days apiece from both of you. Anel, what is your guess at number 10? Let's see what Anel has to say. Number 10, he says, minutes 35 as well. No, guys, it was the macho man Randy Savage with 414 beating Tito Santana in the Boston Garden. All right, number 11. We'll turn it over, however, to Fonzie, however. I, uh, wait, did I turn up? Who did I start off with number 10 this time? Fonzie, I started with number 10. Did I? Yes. Okay, John, I will start with you at 12 this time. And now I'll go with you this time. Who's your pick at 11? Who do you like at number 11? All right, let's see what he has to say here, folks. And this is number 11 on our list here, ladies and gentlemen, of the top 15 champions. What does he say and how many days? Let's see what he's got here. He says, Diesel 126, good guess. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what's your pick? Macho Man. All right, how many days? Good guess. Okay, and John, what about you? Um, Honky Tonk Man. Good guesses, guys. It was Ricky Steamboat, 65, when he won the title from Randy Savage at Mania 3. All right. We are now reached the dozen point of the show, and we are down to the final four, however. We go to the 12th reign, and we're going to start it off with this time, John, who do you got at 12? 
Um, Ultimate Warrior. All right. How many days? Um, three hundred, three hundred sixty-five. All year? Do you think for a full year? Okay, not a bad guess. Fonzie, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna agree with John. All right, and let's see what Anel has to say. Anel, who had the twelfth biggest reign in history? Let's see what he has to say here. And the answer he supplying for us is Ultimate Warrior 125. Well, good guesses again, guys. Uh, John, you were pretty close with your answer the last time. It was the Honky Tonk Band, all right, but it was 454 that held the belt for the longest. All right, number 13, Lucky 13. And we're going to start it out with Enel this time. However, Fonzie will get 14. John, you can wrap up 15 then. Okay, who held it at number 13 and now, and how many days was this person? Let's see what he says here at number 13. Let's see what his answer is. And uh, oddly enough, however, the Rain by the Macho Man, however, oddly enough, as I'm looking at right now here, folks, uh, believe it or not, is number 8 all time, tied with uh, is number yes number eight all time, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go, and that's how long his reign was. Uh, like I said, Greg Valentine's reign at 285 was. I'm just looking here, folks. Give me a minute here. Number 19 all time, and Tito Santana, ladies and gentlemen, holding the belt. However, oddly enough, however, uh, twice combined reigns are fifth all time with 443, folks. The Honky Tonk Man is number four, though, believe it or not, in the list. Let's see what he says at number, uh, this reign was The Rock, 358. And we want to acknowledge Guest 5 is logged into the chat. Guest 5, welcome to the show. He says 358. Good guess indeed there. All right, uh, John, what is your guess for number 13? Uh, number 13 is, um, hmm, Rick Rude. All right, how many days? 115. Good guess. And uh, Fonzie, what about you? Who's guess five? Uh, we're going to find out here in a few minutes here. I'll let you know. I don't know. Uh, Fonzie, uh, what's your guess for number 13? You going to agree with Jay, uh, John. Well, guys, it was the Ultimate Warrior with 216, believe it or not, that held for the longest. The first, that was his first reign. All right, number 14 now. We're going to go to, uh, uh, we'll go back to Anel. John, you get the last one of the bunch, however. So, Anel, or wait a minute, Anel went with 13, right? Am I right on yeah. this, John? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, like I said, however, okay, it is our boss, Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw, checking in. He is unable to call him because of time. Uh, before we get to number 14, however, we're going to ask Chad real quick. Uh, Chad, if you want to give us your Monday night score prediction, however, for the game tonight between Miami and Carolina and your raw rating and main event in Atlanta, please do so. We will read it off on the air here tonight. So uh, please feel free to give us your comments in the chat box. So please do so. Uh, we will hopefully hear from Chad tomorrow night, of course, on the Revolution show, ladies and gentlemen, just after 9 o'clock as we will have an action-packed show for you. So uh, definitely uh, give us your thoughts about the Monday Night Football score between Miami and Carolina, Chad, and also the Monday Night Raw rating and main event prediction from Atlanta. All right, uh, so let's go to number 14. 
Let's see what. Uh, and that went the first this time. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to be nice here. Fonzie, I'll let you take number 14. What do you think number 14 is in how many days? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I don't know. All right. Uh, I don't know, bro. You don't, have a, you don't have a guess? Okay. Uh, John, let's go to you. What does your uh, prediction look like at 14? Uh, number 14 is... Um, um, Mr. Perfect. All right, how many days? 200. 200, good guess, okay. And now if you want to guess on this one, go ahead. This is number 14 now, however, mind you. So we will go uh, to number 14, and we have one more rate, uh, thing to look at here before we... Uh, he says, uh, Mr. Perfect, 200, however, and he is saying the same. It is Rick Rude, guys, with 148, however, is how many days. And Chad has given us his raw rating and prediction. It will be the triple threat match for the final spot of the Survivor Series. And he thinks Raw will go up to a 215 this week. All right, thank you very much, Chad. And if you want to give us real quick your Monday Night Football score, too. Uh, Miami and your boys are playing. Miami is playing your boys in Cam Newton tonight there in Charlotte. Who wins the match, or should I say, who wins the game? And what does your score look like, however? And while Chad's giving us that, however, real quick, however, let us go to the 15th and final spot of this list, however. John, we will now turn it back to you, however, at number 15. Who is the 15th and final person in how many days? Carrie Von Eric to 100 days. 100 days even, you say? Okay, good guess. Good guess. Fonzie, what about you? Same. All right, both good guesses. And Anel, let's hear what you have to say about that. And also, uh, while we're waiting for Anel's answer, Chad, like I said, we're waiting for your response on uh, the Miami Carolina football game. Let's see what he has to say about that. Uh, so let's see what he has to say about that, as well as giving Anel's prediction on the 15th and final spot. He says that Caroline will defeat Miami 24-7. to So thank you very much, Chad. We'll talk to you tomorrow night and catch you on the flip side. Thank you for checking in with us today. And now you are the last person, and you say, Mr. Perfect 200. Well, guys, it was the Ultimate Warrior with his second reign, 216, believe it or not. And in the Warrior's eyes, however, folks, looking at the list later, ladies and gentlemen, he had two different reigns. He was number seven all-time with 432 combined days. He is number seven on the list. So good guesses all around, guys. Like I said, this was pretty fun, however. We'll do this next week, I'm sure, in the next few weeks maybe, with, um, like I said, however. But I want to... And he says, take care, guys. See you tomorrow. We'll definitely see you tomorrow, Chad. Uh, before we go, guys, I'm going to ask you real quick, however, overall, from the title starting in 79 till this past June, I'm going to ask everyone real quick, however, um, like I said, uh, like I said, at the moment, however, like I said, however, I'm going to ask anyone, does anyone know who the longest-term IC champion is right now? In, I mean, in, in history. I mean, one of the top guys that is closing in our record. I mean, John, I'll ask you first in how many days. Um, how many days? Pat Patterson. And how many? Um, don't know. All right. Fonzie, uh, what about you? Miz. What's that? 60. You said Miz and who? Miz and, Miz and 60. All right, Miz and 60 and... 
All right, that's very good. And uh, and now, if you want to guess how many days, how long the Miz has held it, and if you want to guess uh, the longest term champion, how many days, feel free to do so. Uh, Fonzie says Miz and sixty says Miz and sixty-two. Well, you both got Miz right, guys. It's five fifteen, believe it or not. He's closing in on Don Morocco's record, and he could break it possibly before the year's out. And also by early next year, if he holds on to it a little longer, be the all-time winningest champion with Paige, by going over Paige Morales' head with six nineteen. So he's closing in, guys. So very, very good guesses by everyone. All right. Well, on that note, guys, let's give you the number again. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. This is episode one seventeen of Raw Radio for Monday, November the thirteenth, twenty seventeen. Of course, you got the Heartbreak Kid. You got Mister How You Doing himself. How are the muscles marinara? The bunch are the Heartbreak Kid. Fonzie, you got of course the Rattlesnake and El Patel. We do want to thank Mister Dice Every Chad Hinchoff for checking in with us today. And of course, you got the uh, Human Suplex Machine along with the Iceman here on Raw Radio. Guys, it's that time of the day. However, we'll do Monday Night Football predictions and Monday Night Raw ratings. However, so everyone's going to get their chance. However, to do their thing. However, and then we're going to close it out with a really good tune. However, and then we're going to talk about one last thing before we wrap up shop here. I'll start with Fonzie. However, here today, Fonzie, what is our Monday Night rating going to be like in Atlanta with Paige returning, Brock Lesnar showing up along with Paul Heyman, along with Roman Reigns, and what does our Monday Night Football score look like tonight? However, let's turn it to you. Who, me? Fonzie. Yeah. Yeah. Give us your Monday Night Football score and your Raw rating, the main event prediction for tonight in Atlanta. Um, uh, you want us to come back? Yeah, come back. Uh, let me think. All right, let me take, think about it, please. Yeah, sure. Take a couple minutes. Uh, John, let's go to you. Uh, AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar. They're down, okay. And uh, what does your raw rating look like? 2.2. And what does our football score look like? 25 to 20. Who? Who, Who's playing? Miami and Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Okay, thank you very much, John. Was that the anonymous GM... I sounded like it, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, and now let's go to you next. Monday Night Raw rating and also your uh, football score for the evening. Please, fire away. And while he's giving that to us, however, we're going to hear from Fonzie next hour. Fonzie, and he says, 2.6 rating, 21.17, The Shield versus The New Day. So he's going up this week, big time. Hmm. Very good prediction and a gutsy pick there, Mr. Patel. I like your thinking there, Mr. Rattlesnake. All right, I'm going to go 2-3, and I think it's going to be the women's match that steals the show. As far as the uh, football game goes, I think Carolina's going to win 33-10. to I think they're going to absolutely crucify Miami tonight. I think Miami's a joke. I think they're terrible. They have no offense. And I think Camden's going to have a big night throwing the ball, so that's my prediction. Fonzie, let's go to you with uh, the final word. The women's main event is still going to go 2-0. Hold on, I couldn't hear you there. You were yawning there. Yeah, I know. That's okay. Um, Think What was your... Go ahead. The main event, the women's... What was your main event? I didn't hear you. You're breaking out. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. Um, the Miz. Uh, not, the, not the Miz, please. The women's 
Okay, the women's match. Um, two zero. Yeah. In the football score, probably Carolina thirty four, Miami seventeen. Okay, uh, very interesting here. Okay, very interesting indeed. Thank you very much, there, guys. On that note, however, don't forget, ladies, I said, ladies and gentlemen, this coming week, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a big dynamite week ahead of you. However, we're going to have a lot of fun, of course. Survivor Series will take over just around the corner. Next week, however, the hits just keep on coming, ladies and gentlemen. We'll look back at Survivor Series. We'll look back at TakeOver. We're also going to talk about a few other things along the way. However, we might have this game again. You never know. A lot of good things. We'll talk about pro and college football. Of course, Thanksgiving is on the table, so we'll definitely tell you what we're all thankful for, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, before we wrap it up, I want to see if anyone has any closing things to say. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Fonzie. Do you have anything you want to close us out with? No. All right. Uh, Nell, if you want to have anything to close us out right now in the chat box, uh, go right ahead. Uh, tell us what you have to say. Uh, we'll ask John real quick, and then I'll uh, have my piece to say. Uh, John, do you have anything to add? No. All right, I don't either, but definitely check out John's Facebook video tonight, ladies and gentlemen, 11.30 p.m., just after Raw Radio here tonight, however, after 11 o'clock, he'll have a lot to say, I'm sure, about football. He'll talk a lot about what's been going on in the world, let's just say, this past weekend, however, including uh, some of the uh, personal matters. He says, I hope everyone joins Monday Night Football and Raw. Definitely agree in there and now, so thank you very much. Uh, like I said, folks, uh, we'll be back next Monday in the same time slot with everyone back together again. And who knows what else we got cooked up here. So, folks, uh, we want to thank you for listening to episode number 117 today. It was a great show, however. We hope you all enjoyed it, however. And like I said, he says, hope everyone enjoyed episode 117 already. I think so, Now I would agree there. No question about it. We do want to thank Mr. W. Chad Hinshaw as well as Mr. Patel for checking in from the chat box. It's the Rattlesnake and the boss man checking in. We also want to thank Fonzie and John for checking in. But most of all, we want to thank you for listening in as we do this show every Monday, how I make you very proud of what we do. So, folks, uh, with that said, we're going to close up shop here a little bit early, however. We're going to rock it out, however, with a little twisted sister, however. Since we're in the Christmas mood, however, we're going to play a little early Christmas music for you, however. We did Dude, come on. With the Wizards on. I know, but this is worth it, however. I think everyone's going to like this, however. It's a little Old Cummy Faithful by Twisted Sister D. Snyder. <laughs> 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 We're going to have a little fun with it, however, like I said, however, like I said here. Like I said, we're going to have a little fun with it. So, folks, thank you for listening. We will talk to you again next week, everyone, and uh, we'll have more to talk about. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, check out John's Facebook video tonight. We'll also talk about who knows what later this week. Of course, we've got a big title matchup coming between the Black Widow and the Iceman. We'll also maybe have some bets going on this week with TakeOver and Survivor Series later in the week. You never know. So, folks, on that note, for the boss man, for the rattlesnake, for the human suplex machine, for the heartbreak kid, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. And now, a little D. Snyder for you all as we take you home on this Monday. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you later on in the week. Have a good week, everyone, and God bless. Talk to you soon, gang. Good night.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.